The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. On today's episode, we will be discussing the power of sunlight and why it is so essential for us hunter types. We're going to talk about how it affects our sleep, our mood, our focus. We'll also talk a little bit about seasonal affective disorder. Uh, And as we're moving into the autumn and winter months in the Northern Hemisphere, if that's where you're tuning in from, how important it is to make a plan going into that. Uh, We'll also... I think the big theme of this episode is how do we utilize sunlight as one of the primary supplements necessary to optimize your overall productivity and well-being as a hunter type. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, sunlight is essential. And we'll talk about some studies and we'll discuss just how do we do it? How do we work with it? And also, how do we work with sunlight when we don't have it? How do we supplement? What else can we do? Okay, so here's the challenge. Most of us living in the modern world are not getting enough direct sunlight. And this is very detrimental for us hunter types. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, we're moving towards winter. And that means the days are shorter. It's getting colder and more gray. And that means less sun. And what that translates to is poor sleep. So that's insomnia, our depressive moods poor concentration, and all of that is very challenging for us hunter types. We already have these challenges to begin with, but then we don't, when we don't get enough sunlight, it exacerbates our ADHD challenges. So the solution is to get at least 15 minutes of direct sunlight, ideally in the morning. That's what our brain needs to specifically generate melatonin, but it also affects our serotonin levels. And more importantly, to have a strategy where sunlight is important. You factor it into your overall health plan as a hunter type. So that means either getting direct sunlight or replacing it with full spectrum lighting. 
Okay, so let's unpack this. So there was a study published in 2013 entitled Geographic Variation in the Prevalence of Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, The Sunny Perspective. Long title, what they were trying to get to was, is there some connection between exposure to sunlight, where you live on the planet, and the higher or lower likelihood that you will be diagnosed with ADHD? What they found was a higher sun intensity more or less correlated with lower rates of ADHD. Let me say that again. They found a higher sun intensity more or less correlated with lower rates of ADHD. So in the study, they published a map of the United States, and they show that as you move from west to east, so the sunnier part of the United States to the colder, uh, darker, especially in the winter months, parts of the U.S., ADHD rates increase relative to the amount of sunlight they get on a regular basis. That is fascinating. So how important is sunlight to people who have ADHD? How important is it for us hunter types to get sunlight? Very, very important. So basically lack of sunlight and an increase of ADHD symptoms go hand in hand. If you want to take a look at this study and the Psychology Today assessment of this study, I will publish those links in the description of this podcast. So let's break this down a little bit further. Why is this so? How could sunlight have this impact on us? Why would lack of sunlight increase our ADHD symptoms? Well, the first order of business is talking about sleep. So in order to generate enough melatonin for you to go to sleep and stay asleep, you require at least 15 minutes of direct sunlight, especially in the morning, to generate enough melatonin to keep you asleep. And what tends to happen and what I notice with a lot of my coaching clients is they'll say, yeah, I'll get to sleep, but then I wake up at like two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning, and I can't get back to sleep. So the first thing I ask them is, "Are you? how much sun are you getting? How much sun are you getting in the morning? And most of the time I hear very little, not even thinking about it, uh, usually not much. So if you're not getting enough sleep, this is also throwing off your circadian rhythm. So when your sleep rhythms get thrown off, it has a major impact on your brain chemistry. And as just as a reminder, our brain needs sleep in part to regenerate our brain chemistry, especially the two biggies, which is dopamine, which mostly affects us hunter types in terms of focus, uh, motivation, the, it's that brain chemical. And then serotonin, which is our overall sense of well-being. If we are not regenerating those two specific brain chemicals, those neurotransmitters, more than likely our ADHD symptoms will go up. We'll have greater challenge with focus. We'll be tired, unmotivated, flat. It'll be even harder for us to focus on those mundane tasks. So I do a deep dive into sleep uh, on episode 62 on sleep. So I encourage you, if you want to learn more about this, I've got a whole episode about it. In terms of just getting a good night's sleep, if you're getting enough sunlight and you get a good night's sleep, chances are you're going to feel clear and more, and you'll be more productive the next day. And so we all know that feeling when we've maybe taken a vacation, we've been outside a lot, we got a, a lot of sunlight, maybe we went on some hikes, and we get some sleep and we wake up the next day and we just feel so good. We're like vibrant and we've got a lot of energy. And we don't think of, well, what caused that? 
why did why did we have that experience where um, getting up on a on a just on your usual day is it just because of the the reduced stress partially but partially it could be that you actually got enough sunlight and that your brain got a chance to to generate what it needed you slept really deeply you got some REM sleep and you woke up and you you feel vibrant and healthy and energized and so think about that you can create the conditions for that on a daily basis. You don't have to wait to take a vacation to get to that. But what that means is you need to prioritize sunlight or other types of supplementation that would support your body getting what it needs uh, as a result of getting direct sunlight. Okay, so that's sleep. Let's talk about mood. So if you're one of those hunter types that struggles both with ADHD symptoms and depression, you need to listen up because this is really important, especially if you're in the northern hemisphere moving into winter months. So sunlight and serotonin production are related. Again, serotonin are, is the brain chemical that gives us that overall sense that everything's okay, overall well-being. When we don't have enough serotonin moving through our brain, our sense is everything's dark, everything's gloomy, everything. And then also it's often connected with OCD. So if you have OCD symptoms, typically that's connected with serotonin. So decreased sun exposure has been associated with a drop in serotonin levels, which can lead to potentially major depression as you move, especially into the winter months. Uh, from one study I was just reading, it was saying that the light-induced effects of serotonin are triggered by sunlight that goes through the eye. So again, what that means is if you're not getting enough direct sunlight, and ideally you're getting outside, you're exercising, uh, if you're not getting that direct sunlight, then your likelihood of going into at least a mild depression increases. Um, and again, as we move towards winter in the in the northern hemisphere, it's so important to take note of this. Okay, so that's mood, but let's also connect in anxiety-related disorders and panic attacks have also been linked with changing seasons and reduced sunlight. So again, anxiety, one of our key challenges as hunter types, I got to say this is one of my top ones is anxiety. It's one that I just, I know it's like something I got to manage. So part of that management is I get out, I make sure I'm getting sunlight every day, I'm getting exercise outdoors, building your exercise routine as a hunter type. I highly encourage you to make it outdoor activity whenever possible. Again, not always possible when you're living in colder climates, especially when it's really cold or rainy. And we'll talk about that in a second. Like what are some other things you can do? Connected to all of this is vitamin D. So we need sunlight on our skin to generate vitamin D. Lower vitamin D levels often correlate with a higher likelihood of cancer. Vitamin D, as, as studies are starting to come out, they're starting to say how important this is. Vitamin D is actually a hormone, and it ha handles so many different things in our body. And if you just go Google vitamin D uh, deficiency, you'll see a whole list of potential uh, symptoms that would relate to low levels of vitamin D. If you're not getting enough sun, you are most likely low in vitamin D. Now, uh, about 10 years ago, um, I was reading some article and I thought, well, maybe I'm a little low in vitamin D. I should get this checked. So I went to the doctor and when I uh, did my physical, I had them run a test on my vitamin D. And the doctor was like, no, no, you're probably fine. Don't worry about it. And I said, no, 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 please 
do the test and he did okay and turns out I was very low in vitamin D so uh, and he gave me a very strong vitamin D supplement and since then I've talked to a number of doctors who've done research uh, on the connection between vitamin D and higher likelihood of cancer and that is starting to become more of a thing it's being talked about a lot more so my recommendation is do your own research uh, do some research on vitamin D supplementation. Uh, in the morning, what I do is I'll take vitamin D3, D3 drops, and I'll take those in the morning with my smoothie and with my supplements that I take in the morning. And it's really simple. I just take a couple drops. It's just part of my morning routine. So again, look into vitamin D levels. When you get your next physical, ask them to do your vitamin D check to see it, where you are in terms of your vitamin D levels, because that gives you a really clear indicator of where you're at. Okay, so let's talk about implementation. How do what do we do with that? How do we actually practically put this into practice? How do we integrate sunlight into our daily schedule, especially if we don't have access to it? Um, if you're living in a colder climate, especially going into winter in the northern hemisphere, so the first order of business is to be proactive. If you if you're in the northern hemisphere, make plans now. Look, think back to last winter. How did you feel? Did you go through a dip during last winter? Were you not as productive? Um, make your plans now. Don't wait until you get into the doldrums of winter when it's harder to course correct. Be proactive now. Make some plans. So that's one. Two is getting outside. Just make it a priority. Recognize that sunlight is very important to your overall well-being. It affects your productivity. It affects your ability to handle mundane tasks. It's affecting your anxiety. It's a big deal. So put it, make sure that's a priority as you're looking at your schedule for the week, making sure that you see if you can get out in the morning for 10 to 15 minutes and get some direct sunlight if you have access to it. Even in colder climates, there's days where you do get sun get outside, make it a priority. Just if you're sitting and staring at your computer screen, doing some work and you have the opportunity to get outside, do it. Whether you're working in an office or you're working from home, like many of us are, make it a priority. Put a reminder on your phone, on your calendar to remind you to get outside when it's sunny. And especially if you live in a sunnier climate, there's no excuse. Get out, especially in the morning, 10 to 15 minutes of direct sunlight and test it out for yourself. How do you feel? Try it for one week and see whether or not you slept better. How was your mood? How was your focus level? How was your productivity level? Track it. Don't take my word for it. Test it out for yourself. Okay, that's all well and good, but what if you just don't have access to sunlight? If you're in a colder climate and you're especially going into winter, you're just not going to get enough sunlight. So, Enter light therapy, also called phototherapy. Basically what that is, is you're getting yourself a full spectrum bulb that mimics sunlight so that you can get, your body gets what it needs in terms of light exposure to do what it needs to do to generate those brain chemicals. So another term for these are happy lights. So if you go on Amazon, you look up happy light, you'll see a bunch of different form factors of full spectrum lighting and they've really improved. I like the, uh, a lot of them now look like a tablet or like an iPad. Um, and what's nice about that is you can mount it on the wall. You can place it somewhere where you're naturally going to be working so that you can, you don't have to just stop your whole life and sit in front of it for 15 minutes. You can place it somewhere where you're working. So you just get access to that lighting so that it's supporting your mood, it's supporting your brain chemistry. Uh, a couple of the ones that I like, uh, and I think I suggest you check out, one of them is called a wake-up light. And basically, this is a time 
uh, timer set light that you set the time you want to wake up. And then it basically mimics the sun coming up. So it slowly increases in intensity as you wake up. And I think as it continues, you start to hear like bird sounds and things like that. It's a natural way for you to wake up in the morning. Uh, and that's also very good for your circadian rhythms. It, it potentially can set your circadian rhythms as you're getting access to um, basically mimicking sun, the sun coming up. So definitely check that one out. That's by Philips. That's the brand. But there's a number of other brands that make similar versions of that. Um, also, just to go back to the light panels, there's quite a few of them out there. I know one of the brands that's been around for a long time is Verilux, V-E-R-I-L-U-X. They've been around for a long time. And what you want to do is basically look into these. They're not that expensive. They run from like 30 to $40, and then they go up to a couple hundred dollars. But you don't have to spend a lot of money, but it could be well worth it. It could be just a huge... Uh, positive investment into your overall well-being. Think about how do you integrate this into your morning routine? One idea is that you have your wake-up light. Maybe you have another one where you sit down to eat breakfast. And then another one maybe in your work area. So if you're working from home right now, especially due to COVID, then maybe you mount one up above your monitor so you're getting that that light exposure directly on your face that might be your best bet so again be creative but see if you can integrate it into your life versus oh, okay i have to tend spend 15 minutes just sitting down and staring at the light which maybe you do maybe that's part of your routine you sit down and you read or you plan your day and you do that but see if you can just integrate it into your general work schedule so that you're not even thinking about it and you, when you flip on the lights you just flip on your full spectrum light and it's just part of your daily routine. So uh, I found a really good video uh, with a doctor explaining some of the basics of light therapy. So I will leave that link in the description as well as links to a number of those lights on Amazon. Uh, check those out. I'll put those into the link uh, in the description of this podcast. So again, number one, be proactive, get outside, be aware of the importance of getting enough sunlight so you're prioritizing it. Consider getting a happy light or a couple. Even if you're living in a sunnier location and you just don't think you're getting enough sunlight in the morning, consider picking one up. It's not that big of an investment. Another thing you might want to think about is melatonin supplementation because uh, if you're not getting enough sleep at night, melatonin is definitely something to check out. So if, again, you find yourself waking up at 2, 3, 4 in the morning and you can't get yourself back to sleep, consider supplementing with melatonin and test it out. Some, from what I've seen with uh, a number of my coaching clients, for some people it works, for some people it doesn't. Sometimes it helps for a little bit and then stops working. Uh, I pri prioritize sunlight as primary and then look at melatonin supplement as secondary. That's the way I would look at it because there's so many benefits of getting sunlight, as we mentioned, that just make that a priority. Don't replace sunlight with melatonin. Use it as an adjunct, add to what you're already doing to see if it may give you a little extra boost, especially as you're going into the winter months. So just revisiting your exercise routine on a daily basis. Again, what I constantly recommend on these podcasts as one of the primary supports for our overall well-being as hunter types is getting 10 to 15 minutes of cardio minimum per day and see if you can connect that with getting some sunlight. Uh, make and if not, if not, then just try to ex try to get yourself out in the morning and go for a ten to fifteen minute walk. So integrating with some of the other time management techniques that we've talked about, what I like doing and what I recommend 
to a lot of my coaching clients is plan to get up and at least get out and go for a walk in the morning to just break the morning fuzz, right? If you just get up and you go straight to work or and you're not really doing any kind of exercise or getting outside to kind of clear your head, then you're usually running at a detriment. So if you could just get yourself out for 10 to 15 minutes and maybe you bring with you your planner or something to write on so you can plan your day out while you're on your walk that can be really helpful because when you're outside and you're away from everything sometimes it gives you perspective that you wouldn't normally have if you just kind of went through your daily routine it breaks the day up you're forced to deal with life outside of your whatever the situation is especially if you're just spending a lot of time indoors and especially if you're you're um I, feeling a little bit isolated, getting outside is really helpful. Uh, I know with COVID, it's challenging sometimes, but you know, put your mask on, find a location, find a park nearby that you can walk to, do something that just breaks the day up and ideally get you some sunlight in the morning if the sun is out and see if you can do some of your daily planning while you're out, at least even if you're not writing it down, just think in your head, okay, what do I need to do today? Just get yourself into that habit. And if you have your phone with you, maybe you jot down a couple notes on your phone and then you come back and you start your day. So how the question I always have is like, how do you integrate this into your daily routine? And to me, that's one of the key ways to do it. And if your exercise routine is more in the afternoon, evening, then you may again want to look at one of the happy lamps, look at light therapy as an adjunct, as an add-on to what you're already doing so that you're getting that sunlight in the morning and see if whether or not that actually impacts your sleep, impacts your overall well-being. With everything that I've talked about on this this episode today, I want to encourage you to test it out, try it out for a few weeks, see if you notice a difference. And to go back to the study I cited at the beginning of this episode, keep in mind, sunlight is essential for us hunter types. We need to prioritize it as part of our, one of the key ingredients to our daily wellness plan. So I hope that was helpful to you. Again, I'll leave all the the links in the description of this podcast to uh, some articles, the study, uh, some links to some of those happy lights, uh, and a couple of videos for you to check out. As a quick reminder, we will be doing another live online workshop early January 2021, and we'll be announcing that soon. If you would like to hear more about it, be sure to join our email list. Just go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com. Uh, you'll see a box at the top, and you will get an email as soon as we open registration. Okay, so that's it. So until next time, be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer in the Great Mountain, visit drummerinthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads, or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerinthegreatmountain.com.